Hello, you're listening to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today in the studio, I have Steve Reinhardt. Hi, Noah. Great to be with you. Good to have you. And then on the phone call, we have Terry Kraft. Hey, Noah and Steve. Hey, Terry. It's great to hear your voice. Happy New Year to you. It's January 2020. Oh, yeah, January. Man. Hopefully everyone yeah, had a good Christmas. Oh, yeah. Very nice. I'm I'm glad to be here too with you guys. I'm I'm really excited about this. Uh, um, is it okay, Noah, if I just kind of give us a little update from last week or please last, do our last podcast? Uh, Noah had um, got a really uh, great email from someone who suggested uh, reading Romans uh, eight. eight eight one yeah yeah the whole yeah, the, the whole, whole yeah the whole chapter of Romans eight and we really only made it through verse one and. Uh, love doing podcast with Terry, and um, and he mentioned that uh, he really also likes Romans eight. In fact, Romans eight twenty eight is his favorite verse. And so, uh, you know, last last time we were talking about what it means to be in Christ, that we're really one with Him, and what's true of Him is true of us. And so maybe that'd be a good spot to you know, throw the ball your way, Terry, and find out you know what you're thoughts and feelings and your experience um, living with the Lord in Romans 8.28. Yeah, and, and why it's your favorite, I'd like to know. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, yeah, so I listened to your podcast uh, last week and a couple times, and so I first heard you say it was on Romans 8. Of course, immediately when I hear Romans 8, I think my favorite verse, which is Romans 8.28. I guess some people all their favorite verse their life verse and uh so i guess that's been mine for long as i can remember and i i think i think there's uh well first of all it's just real comforting to me to know and i'll just read it and we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him those who have been called according to his purpose and I believe that well, one of the reasons I want to talk about it is I think there's a misunderstanding. I've had friends, when I tell them that's my favorite verse, they say, oh, well, you just think that, you know, God work is going to, you know, whatever you want, God's going to give you what you want. Or, uh, and it's like, no, not, not at all. Uh, you know, a lot of things that, you know, God works out for our good or not things in the temporal right now that, you know, is going to mean good today for us. But in the whole realm of our lives uh, in Christ and our whole whole realm of eternity, God is working out for our good. Um, everything that happens. And I guess, uh, so going back to probably the root cause of why this is my favorite, or the root reason, this is my favorite verse. A lot of things we go through that are pretty miserable and uh, hurtful in life. We know that God uses everything. I mean, the verse says, we know that in all things, God works for the good. So the verse isn't saying, well, just, you know, God uses most things in our life you know, for our good, but it says he uses all things. And I think, uh, and I also think this is why 
this verse is my favorite, and it ties back to the abiding life message is that that's what we believe, you know, uh, in, 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 the, in the ministry, in the abiding life ministry is that we just, yeah, kind of along for the ride, and God is, has it all planned out, and he doesn't make mistakes, and even these, you know, terrible things that happen to us, in the end, we know that God's using that, you know, for, for his good, for our good. So probably when I really think about it, and I really hadn't even thought about it until right now, or I'd forgotten about it, that I think that, um, you know, probably enduring a lot of hardship early in life, you know, my parents dying young and, you know, my dad being an alcoholic when he was alive and, you know, getting passed around, living with this family and that family and, you know, just the things like that, even knowing, well, you know, God was using that. And mm-hmm. there wasn't a, a waste of uh, time. So I just think that was, uh, to me, I'm comforted to know that whatever we're going through now, that ultimately God is using that for good. Hey, Terry, would you mind reading okay. the uh, 828? Yeah. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Hmm. So, I mean, what do you guys think? You think that all things it really means all things, or uh, you know, is that just something Paul threw in there that uh, isn't that meaningful, or what do you think? Yeah, I think it's super meaningful, and I really, uh, you know, I'd like to know more about that because, you know, I I didn't realize that um, your parents died when you were young, or that your dad was an alcoholic or you got kind of passed around. I'm wondering how, you know, as you think about those things and those experiences you've had, and you look back at that part of your life, Terry, how, you know, how does that uh, ring true with Romans 8:28 that all things and God's working for the good? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the thing that comes to mind first off is, um, I, I've had this thought in my head that that whenever something comes along now that's tough, um, there's this thought that goes through my head that says, well, if God got me through that time, then he can surely get me through this time. And I guess, you know, maybe from a comparative standpoint, maybe that's not the right way to, to look at it, but that's kind of what I thought. Um, you know, I, well, nothing is that difficult, you know, now God's already seen me through it. I've already been in, you know, um, some dark times and God didn't leave me then. And matter mm-hmm. of fact, somehow he supernaturally worked it to, you know, bring us closer to him. And I don't know, I've got relationships with, um, you know, a few kids now, I, one in particular who, his dad is still alive, but he's like, you know, on meth and in trouble with the law and in and out of jail. And, you know, so I think I have a lot more empathy for, uh, you know, uh, guys who, you know, have experienced that. So, I mean, I guess that's an example that God uses, you know, that, that tragedy in my life to bring about good, to, to bring about a relationship with, uh, you know, with someone currently in my life who's about the age of my son. Um, you know, so 
I'll give that as an example. Does that answer somewhat your question? Yeah, that's you know that's really beautiful that you have more empathy, a lot more empathy for guys that are going through stuff that you've been through. And I, and you've used a, a couple uh, words like tragedy um, and things that are you know super terrible um, that happened to us. I'm wondering if there's anything like that, because um, because we're kind of looking at those things that all things include not only the positive things but some of the negative things too, right? And if there's any of those That's things that are going on in, in your life right now. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, as they say, you learn more from the challenging times and than, than you do from, you know, and everything's when you're on the mountaintop too. So I, I hope I don't look at that like, and we know that all things, there could be a tendency to say, we know that all bad things, you know, God uses that. But I mean, you, as you rightly bring up, he uses all things, you know, well, I hate to use the word good or bad, but that's how the world, that's how we look at things, right? This is a good good thing if you're doing well or a bad thing if you get sick. Um, but he uses all of those things, uh, not just the things that we judge, you know, to be good or bad. He uses everything. And uh, and for ultimately, for good, you know, uh, which is, real, you know, real faith building, I think. Uh, in the end, uh, nothing is wasted. I don't think with our God. Is what mm. I believe. Yeah. So, um, if you, you know, like you had um, really hard, some heart problems here in the last year that you and I've kind of hung out on the phone. And uh, how, how is that some something that you would look back on as see something? where God worked good in or through? And, and I hope it's okay yeah. I can ask that qu- last question. I know that's kind of personal. Uh, but yeah. Feel a little well, awkward know, asking it. No. But I think sometimes, I mean, I think probably the most honest answer to that is, um, you know, I guess I haven't given it much thought or haven't really, I mean, I think I was fortunate that uh, I didn't die. Uh, that mm-hmm. I was able to have a procedure to open up the valve in my uh, or my artery, and um, so yeah, I mean, some things aren't revealed to us yet. I would put that is probably in more of the yet to be seen how God is using that. I mean, because um, the truth, the the honest truth of it is, I was going through some kind of going through some depression last year and before that and honestly my biggest concern was getting through that getting through my mental and emotional state rather than my physical state you know Mm -hmm. my worries weren't really too much about my physical state and uh it was more like you know some of the stuff i was going through uh you know with depression and so you know and really uh, i use the word miraculously but you know I was kind of delivered from that like this last summer, uh, something I've been going through. And so I guess the heart thing, honestly, in my case, you know, kind of took a back seat to, you know, what I was going through mentally and emotionally. Hmm. And I certainly see how God used other people to, 
to bring me through that uh, those stages of depression I was in, and and I know right now that he's using that. I can see where I'm helping other people, and I have some other friends that are going through some of the same stuff, uh, and I'm way more equipped, you know, to be able to empathize and talk with them. So, um, but. But, you know, I mean, just going right back at you is obviously we know that you've got, you know, that multiple myeloma you dealt with about the same time. And what if the question was put back on you, what what do you see? What do you see or have you seen good that you would be able to say, yeah, uh, this verse applies to my having cancer? Yeah, I wish you wouldn't ask me that question because I'm not sure I have the good <laughs> answer for you. <laughs> But, um, but before yeah, before before, uh, yeah. Well, I I think I I think I, you know, for I I do have a good answer for that. For me, it's just my answer. Maybe all wrong and totally wet. But before I answer it, can I just you know I really I just want to just say how uh, thankful I am that you shared your heart with us right there and told us that you had been struggling really more with depression and feeling yep. depressed and you're mental emotional state than you have we're with having you know heart problems mm-hmm. and it's just so uh, important for mm-hmm. for us to hear that um because i think we as noah mentioned in the last podcast that we all have these same struggles but oftentimes uh don't we, talk about we would it. think i would think you know hearing well you've you know you've got a, your heart arteries blocked that that would be the hard part uh, uh yeah. when in when in fact it's the what's going on in our minds and our emotions and our spirit, uh, that's where the real, for, for me too, the struggle takes place. And my body is just kind of like you said, uh, along for the ride, uh, which I really loved that. And uh, and uh, anyway, I'd love to, if it's okay, I'd just love to hear a little bit about the miraculous uh, delivery last summer and how uh, you, you said other people were instrumental or part of that and um is that okay if i ask that in terms of romans 8 28 i'd love to hear more about that miraculous delivery from feeling depressed all right well yeah i'm excited to tell about it it's gonna sound like people listening are gonna think this is a setup but it i know it's i know it's not because this is even probably new to you uh steve that one of the there's several things that i that i um you know, that I credit, you know, kind of coming out of that state I was in for several years and uh, of depression and anxiety. I mean, I'm still an anxious person, don't get me wrong, but I mean, that's just who I've always been. But the depression part and the kind of hopelessness, um, to be honest, it was a podcast that you and Noah did that uh, in conjunction with some counseling that I received uh, that kind of started pulling me out of it. And and the podcast was the one where you guys were talking about, you know, does God really want me, you know, looking at my sin so much? Does he really want me, you know, focused on it? Or does, does he just say, go on, you know, uh, let it be, you know, go on, live your life. I don't, I'm not looking at it, you know. Um, that kind of made a huge impression on me. It was like, wow, I think I have been just 
stuck looking at my problem for so long, uh, my sin, my other problems, and the state I'm in, and how do I get out of it, versus seeing what God's already done for me. And so I had two counselors. One of them was a, a Christian-based counselor, and the other was a uh, you know, secular counselor. But they both said the same thing. They said, both said, Terry, you're, uh, you have heaped so much shame on yourself that mm-hmm. you, you know, you can't see reality. You're, you're, all you're looking at is how, you know, shameful you are. And, and, and of course, the Christian one in particular said, you know, isn't that the whole message of the cross? You, you know, Jesus died for that. You're, you're continuing to, you know, live in it. Just kind of like what, when Mike Wells started biting life, you know, for Christians who, the unbelieving believers, you know, were saved, mm-hmm. but yet we're still going back and living and, and dredging up stuff. And so I think the combination of the two counselors bringing that up and then also of you guys' podcast, uh, it just sparked something. I think the Holy Spirit just, and is after that, I kind of felt this, yeah, you got a life to live, you know? You got to, you know, you're 64. You, you need to live life. Quit worrying about what you don't have. And it's kind of funny that, I don't know, God just kind of started removing it bit by bit, started relaxing, started, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's a, I was very, very, very glad that he, uh, he used you guys and he used the counselors. Um, and since then, I've used the counselor. I know some other people who are, you know, benefiting from her uh, advice. And I see the benefit of counseling, honestly. Before, I just thought, I don't see much benefit in this. But she really kind of helped me, uh, you know, pointed me the right direction and, you know, learned who I really was and really in Christ. Uh, so, yeah, thank you guys very much, too, for your part. You didn't know that, did you, Steve? I'll bet. I didn't know. I didn't know it at all. I, I didn't know and anything we've just talked about from your family on. I really haven't known. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm pleasantly shocked, and uh, yeah, I'm so I'm so grateful that you have shared that with us, yeah. and uh, and that you learned who you are in Christ uh, is just you know marvelous for me to hear that, and that the podcast got to be a little bit of a part of it uh was as exciting as well so yeah i don't know about you steve but i i like i like being used that way (laughs) (laughs) i like being used by the lord in that way to uh, speak to somebody and have the holy spirit speak to them so it's really cool yeah it's well i like uh, thank you terry for sharing that that's really um amazing uh, how the Lord brought you through that, and then how you really stepped up to the plate. And um, after having years of feeling depressed and anxious, moved moved out of the hopelessness and um, and believing, you know, and really believing yeah. something totally different. Well, and I don't want to, you know, I want to clarify something. Um, I gave a, I preached. A, my church a couple of times a year and uh I, I did a sermon about a month ago and i talked about that uh but i also said that i'm i'm wise enough to know that 
probably just wasn't a one time, you know, forever you're, you know, never going to be depressed again. But right. I do know, I think I'm whipped, you know, to not take it as far, you know, to not let it, to realize, you know, that, you know, what are you so, you know, concerned about? You know, Jesus, you're free, you know, and you're, you're locking these chains on yourself. So hopefully mm-hmm. I learned some things last experience that will help me the next time, you know, but I don't want to give the impression, you know, this panacea, like everything's perfect now. Well, just going back to Romans eight twenty eight, right? A lot of people say, well, you're looking at that verse. See, you, God brought you out of that. It's all for good. Well, I know there's probably going to be, you know, some more challenges in my life before I go see the Lord that, uh, you know, that won't be so pleasant. And, but I know that everything, I know that he got me through, uh, those times and those depressed times and the heart issue times and, you know, and, and my wife, she's had several really pretty um, serious, very serious health issues in her life and cancer twice. And, uh, you know, it's like to know that we're, that we don't have control, but God does and, you know, resting in that. I think so much of it is, you know, God, you're the one that's in charge and, and, uh, thank you for guiding my life because if it depended on me, I would, uh, I'd be a train wreck, you know, all the time. And I think you made a good point right there, resting. So many of us don't rest just in the Lord. And I don't know about you guys, but when I'm going through hard times, it's hard for me to rest (laughs) definitely in the lord and i think that's i think that's a huge word resting and it's very hard to do yeah steve would you agree with that especially especially if you're trying yeah (laughs) because then you're not resting yeah exactly (laughs) then we're trying to rest but i i I do think that's uh such an important word that we can rest and not being in charge uh yeah, and I like Terry that you mentioned that it's not a one time forever that you've uh w- you know that you've walked out of depression and you'll never feel depressed again. You know, that'd be like saying, well I you know I'm not hungry right now but I'll never feel hungry again. Mm-hmm. I think like right. uh, like Romans 8:28 says all things all those things work together for our good. Well, hunger we're always trying to satisfy our hunger uh and make it go away, but it is used for our good. And so I think, um, and, you know, so that would be like one thing I would ask you in terms of Romans 8.28. Uh, if, can you look back and you can look at like years of depression and can you say, well, you know, that was good. And, and if you can, then how? And, and may, maybe you can't. Maybe you look back and go, no, that just was awful. Um, but no, I don't. You know, I think God uh, blesses us sometimes with... Uh, lapses in memory or um, I I think sometimes it's just something that you don't really want to relive. You don't don't really um, I I guess at the time I thought it was the real waste of of my energy and my time uh, because I wasn't able to get much accomplished. Um, And you know, I don't don't know. I, I, I don't with God, I don't. I, I have a hard time. I, I guess for every bad thing that happens, I don't have an answer that 
okay, here's the good that came out of that. And so I still look at it as I'm not troubled about it. I'm not like saying, oh, gee, I could have, you know, got all this other accomplished if I didn't have it. I don't feel that. Um, I don't know. It's, it's more of a, it's not really ambivalent, but it's, I'm, I'm not regretting it, but I'm also not saying, oh, here's this wonderful insight that I got. I do know that God will, and has been using it. I know one of the uh, <clears throat> fruits of it is um, understanding, you know, more being more empathetic. I, I do know that uh, it's helped me be more empathetic to people, not just with mental issues, but with, you know, all kinds of issues. Because uh, once you're, you know, kind of knocked down like that, you have a lot more natural empathy for people who are hurting. <clears throat> and so I know that's a byproduct, and I bet you could say the same thing. I bet both of you guys can say the same thing, you know. You probably wouldn't have as much empathy for other people had you not been through some, you know, some of the tough times you've been through. And, uh, but no, I don't, can't draw a direct correlation, I guess, to... Uh, I'm, I'm, I've wrote a book. Oh, I've written a book about. It, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was just I was just curious. Noah, I just had uh, uh, while you were talking. I mean, at least for me, uh, in, you know, Terry, you know, and Steve, you know, I was going through some depression too, and um, now I'm, you know, pretty pretty much out of it, and yet I know I can slip back into it very easily, but. And I'm just curious what you guys think. This word popped in my head, and, you know, it really means a lot to me. And I think it comes from the Lord. It's contrast. You know, I think that's what I learn a lot when I'm struggling and when I come out of it is that contrast of what it is to right. not not walk with the Lord. Because I know for a fact for a while there I wasn't walking with the Lord because I was just focusing on all my hurts and pains from my past and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it came to where what am I doing here I'm basically living antichrist right now and so I started focusing back on Christ and all that stuff started falling off again and I love that contrast I love how he works things like that mm-hmm. at least for me I don't know about mm-hmm. you guys but um, just the remembering of contrast I think I'm okay with going through depression again when I need it so I can see that contrast. What's your feelings yeah. on that, Terry, on contrast? Or well, if you have no, any, I you think, might not have any. No, well, I think it is, you know, I think it's like what I said earlier about, you know, the comparative, you know, it's, it's yeah. the same thing. Uh, we, yep. we compare. And I, I think a lot of it, though, is, I, I don't know. I, I I talked to my pastor about this morning. We had a little talk, and we have coffee sometimes, just kind of chat. And and one of the things I know when I was going through a lot of this, I knew in my head, you know, the the truth. But you know, getting it, you know, like as you know, Mike used to say, getting it at twelve inches from your head to your heart, that's mm-hmm. the hard thing. And yes, I, I used to think, oh, it's just in my head. Oh, that's terrible. I, you know, something's wrong with me. I can't get it in my heart. But I just told my pastor this morning that even knowing it in your head, like what you were saying is like, okay, I'm not there yet, God, but um, I I know that this is what I should be doing. I know this. I'm not giving up on you. I'm, you know, continuing. Even though it's only in my head right now, 
you know, I'm not walking away. I'm going to continue to persevere and pray and, and you know, keep the faith because I know that you're still God no matter what I'm feeling. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I think differently about my head anymore. It's like, well, I was born a thinker, so I can't really condemn, you know, myself for being a thinker. Yeah. That's how God made me. Mm-hmm. But also I do know that I really cherish the time when it does drift down into, I think you mentioned the podcast last time, you know, like a medicine dropper, you know, like sometimes yeah. you get it a little bit at a time where the head stuff gets into your heart, maybe a, just a drop at a time through a medicine mm-hmm. dropper. But you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's when you're like, oh, yes, God. Yeah, you know, when you feel it, not just know it in your head. So that makes sense. Maybe it doesn't make any sense, but... Uh, oh, it does. I, I mean, it makes I sense to me. From, yeah. Uh, so I don't. I no longer just tear myself up because, oh, you're just thinking in your head. You don't have it in your heart yet. Well... You know, God's timing, and you know, He'll get He'll get us there. So. Yeah, He'll prepare us for it. So you got to go through it. I mean, that goes along with Romans eight twenty eight, right? That He's in everything. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah. just because Terry got it doesn't mean Noah Wells should get it at the exact same time. Right. Okay. Amen. Yeah. Good stuff. I feel like yeah. all we did is talk about me, like my therapy station. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> that was good. Steve, do you got anything to add? We got, a, you know, about five more minutes if you want. Um, no, you know, I really like what you said, Terry, and, and that you're ne- no longer tearing yourself up for for being made like you are. You know, I, I, I don't think anything makes my heart sing more than hearing somebody say that, that you can mm-hmm. just... Uh, you didn't say enjoy yourself, but you don't tear yourself up. So you know, you're just not tearing yourself up is for me. I love hearing that, that we, cause it's such a temptation to uh, give ourselves uh, like a crazy standard. Like where does it say in the Bible, you need to get it in your heart uh, more than your head. Um, but somehow we come up with that. Uh, we tell ourselves we should, and that, that should thing causes us so much agony and um, grief and, actually depression yeah focus uh, on the should yeah instead of recognizing that actually i should be exactly like i am right at this moment in time uh walking with the lord just as i am no difference and and i love to hear that you're not tearing yourself up uh, well like yeah. which goes directly back circles back to what you guys talked about in the last podcast there is now no condemnation for those in christ right mm-hmm. so i mean it exactly goes back and and reaffirms what you guys talked about last time oh, if god's not condemning us well it's pretty insane for us to be condemning ourselves for the way he made us you know <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah. good point <laughs> oh my And I would probably never do that, condemn myself for the way God made me, (laughs) except for yesterday (laughs) when I was thinking, I wish I had a different, I wish I had a different body, you know, like this body shouldn't be like it is. Uh, I had another goofy should run in for myself um, when in fact it is exactly like it is and I get to experience walking with God like you have 
uh, in depression and in anxiety and having a uh, being free from it and resting and through that all we get to walk with God and experience his presence which is which is kind of what resting what resting means to me uh, right and I may be way off but you know we haven't heard very much yep. from Noah I'd love to hear Noah's thoughts on this and well, you don't always need to hear everything from me, do you guys? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I did have one thing. Like, um, I remember going to a couple uh, different, I know we're a little bit of time here. Um, we don't have to go too much into this, but it it, it kind of clued in with me with the uh, Romans 8.28, um, just how God is in everything. So, you know, I've heard, I've gone to many churches and... Um, heard this preached on uh probably more than i'd like to but um and maybe maybe i'm the only person that's ever heard this but i've heard the pastor say anything that is good is from god and anything that is bad is from satan but that scripture right there just squashes all that would you guys agree with that or no oh yes i completely agree i when you say that i see that um that image that, you know, that your dad, you know, drew were, you know, uh, guys uh, digging a hole and, and uh, you know, and all the dirt behind him. And you think, well, he's digging a hole, but yet it's a way for him to get out. You know, so a lot of times Satan uses, God uses Satan's, you know, tactics um, and tricks him and, you know, brings his own purposes out of what work Satan is doing. So, yeah, I mean. It totally, I totally disagree with the pastor that say everything bad is from Satan. I think you know God, Satan may have been the initial cause of a lot of it, but um, God's going to use even that. So absolutely. Yeah, and I think God has a hard job. I think I've always thought this that He has to turn everything into good, and I sometimes it takes uh, five years, sometimes it takes thirty, sometimes it takes your whole life. But uh, I think he, uh, I think he has a hard job for us, because there are bad things that happen to us, and we, and sometimes we do bad things to other people, and um, he has to work with that and make it good, and let us see him in it. So it's, I don't think he has an easy job. Not to like uh, bash your thought, but he is God. Yes, I understand that. He can he can be in places where I, I can't even understand. Happen if he wanted yes, to. Yes, that's like, true. He could wipe me out right now too. So yeah, or he could make ten of you or a thousand yeah, of you. I know. Uh, anyway, I'm just messing with you. I know. So so I'm gonna throw a I'm gonna throw a, a uh, monkey speed wrench. Bump in, uh, yes, run, monkey wrench in here for our next podcast. Uh, what what if because God knows what we're like and he and he knows that we're gonna be thinking. Uh, that he, we need something good, that he needs to create all this goodness. Uh, what if he just put that verse in there to help us as a stepping stone to get along? But what if we go back to the, like the very foundation of Abiding Life Ministries and say, uh, this is just another part of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. And he's letting us eat of it because it's helpful to us. Uh, that yeah. that it is good instead of saying uh, um, 
and then and I kind of think of Terry's life and uh, instead of saying, well, maybe it's not good, maybe it's not bad, maybe it's just life. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm maybe, choosing, just... maybe I'm choosing life. I get the chance to choose life in in feeling depressed. Uh, so maybe or, it's more just the way I look at it. Well, maybe, and maybe, maybe God actually does uh, allow us to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, like He did at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And we eat from it, and we go, "Oh, this is good," and "Oh, no, this is bad." And so, so like you said, He has a hard job mm-hmm. to free us from that uh, mentality that the idea that we need the good to live, mm-hmm. right? And and we need to avoid bad instead of. Uh, resting in life and not choosing it. So that could be, right. yeah. we may want to edit that whole last part of the conversation out and stop earlier <laughs> than my than my uh, crazy thought there. No, I like it. I think it'd be a good podcast to go with. On the next one, we're kind of out of time now. Terry, do you have any uh, other things to say? No. Well, sorry, I could not be there in person with you guys, but uh, I'm glad we could talk. Uh, me over the phone and and uh, look forward to hopefully maybe next time i can get over there and fellowship with you guys more so yeah i really yeah. love participating as always thank you thanks for inviting me yep and uh thank you steve and thank you f- the listener for listening and putting up with us and uh we'll be back again with some other subject and if you need anything you just go to a uh, www abidinglife.com we got a new website I know I think I talked about it last time but uh, we're still working on it Okay, it's a work in progress so I know some things aren't working right now like the devotional but we are working on them so um, I think that's it for me thanks a lot Hey, Noah and Steve. Hey, Terry. It's great to hear you.